Cheerio! As human beings, don't we enjoy enjoyment? This is Five Golden Things, The Liberty Lists, a podcast of whimsy from Liberty Church Collingswood and libertycollingswood.org. We'll hear from friends as we explore everything from potent potables to morsel delectables, awkward laughables to moment teachables. You'll get lots of different categories, but remember that for each one, there can be only five. Plus a mulligan or two. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift off. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I am here with the only guy I know who's more broken up about Tom Brady and Giselle splitting up than I am, <laughs> my friend Sam Schmidt. How are you, Sam? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Uh, don't know about the Tom Brady and Giselle thing, but very excited to be here <laughs> there we and go. talk about the best movie of the last 10 years. That's right. So Tom Brady and Giselle aside, we are talking about Top Gun Maverick, the biggest movie of the year. And the reason that I'm here with Sam talking about it is, Sam, everybody asks me, oh, hey, Jim, weren't like you were you were in the Marines for a while, weren't you? But I say, no, I actually don't, don't have any armed forces experience, <laughs> but I am here, here today with somebody that does. Sam, you are in the Air Force for real. Tell me a little bit about what you do. Yes. So I am in the Air Force. Mm. I graduated from the Air Force Academy, which is a commissioning source. Uh, so that was five years ago. I'm mm-hmm. a captain now. I fly the KC-46. Yes. Um, which is the newest air refueling aircraft in the Air Force. Nice. And prior to that, when we first moved to New Jersey, I flew the KC-10, which yes. is the old air refueling aircraft. So, How different are they? Um, very different. Okay. Yes. So Same you, mission, very different. You, you like the new one better? It's, yes. Okay. It's like flying a big computer that does a lot of things really well for you. Interesting. So we'll return to some of those questions when we get to our topic. One other thing about KC, you have Kansas City roots. Are these planes named after you? Has that been commented on before? It hasn't um, been commented on, but I can't say it hasn't crossed my mind. So (laughs) So the answer is yes. Yes. (laughs) The answer is certainly not a definite no. Okay, there we go. Do you you know who's number 10 or 46 on the Chiefs? Uh, Well, number 10 was Tyreek Hill, not anymore. Oh, it right. is now Isaiah R. Pacheco, nice. rookie. Okay. Couldn't tell you number 46. Gotcha. Probably a uh, fullback or uh, third-string linebacker. There we go. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> so we're not just talking about Top Gun Maverick, but we thought it would be fun to talk about Top 5. That's what we do here. Oh, I forgot to say the title of the podcast. Five Golden Things, The Liberty Lists. <laughs> here we are. Sam, now you know. And our top five is top five inaccuracies from Top Gun Maverick. And I should say, too, maybe we'll find a way to post it on social. Sam, you have a water bottle on one side and a, what do you call that, a fighter pilot helmet gear? Yeah, that's accurate. We just, you know, just a helmet. But okay. Yeah. I, is is that the model XK38? It sure is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> okay, so so check our socials for for, for a close-up on, on that gear right there, similar to, to what we see in the movie. Now, we'll come from a perspective, even talking about the inaccuracies, from a perspective, I think, of deeply appreciating Top Gun Maverick. Sam, what do you think of the movie overall before we jump into some so, blowing it up a little bit? 
Right. Overall, it was a fantastic movie. Okay. It was That's what uh, I wanted to hear. So I, I had read some stuff about it. Tom Cruise is, you know, he's a quirky guy, but he's passionate <laughs> yes. to say to say you know the least. <laughs> but he's passionate about aviation, and he wanted yeah. to make sure he did the second movie right. Yes. And so I think it was, from what I read, intentional to wait this long to okay. release the movie so that essentially the special effects and CGI could catch up to where he thought it needed to be. Right. That. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. Yeah. So and, that plus, and this is the last thing we'll say before jumping into the top five inaccuracies. There was as much, and I think I heard that same sound soundbite from from Tommy Boy. Technology catch up, special effects, and as many practical effects as possible at the same time. Right. So yes, they did a really good job. Cinema with verite with dogfights in the air. Okay. Yeah. Sam, we, you have not told me ahead of time. We have not previewed privately. We have not. These top five. So I have my own questions. If if there are a couple things that I have written down here, I don't have my own top five that we don't necessarily cover in your top five. I might do a rapid fire round if that's okay at, at, at the very end. And I will begin the top five, your top five countdown with the question if that's okay. That sounds great. Have you ever met Jennifer Connelly before? I have not. Okay. No. Give me your number five. All right. I want to actually <laughs> preface with something first because I need to I need to confess okay. that I am not, to start this off, if, if you're not familiar with Air Force aircraft, I am not a fighter pilot. Okay. So I have flown, everyone in pilot training starts at the same plane, mm-hmm. and then halfway through you split into heavy aircraft and then fighter bomber aircraft. Okay. But... I know enough about military aviation, and I have a lot of fighter pilot friends who I've watched the movie with and we've talked about together, and so I still think I have a good grasp on this, but I just wanted to preface it with that. Okay. Well, we do have many turtle doves tuning in from Air Force bases around the world, so write in at fivegoldenthings at gmail.com if you want to quibble with the top five that is starting here. Counting down, five to one. Okay. Five to one. I will start with number five. This one is going to be. It wasn't wasn't a huge deal, but it just uh-huh. it was un, so unrealistic that I had to include it. But it's not. It was fun to watch. So fair enough. Okay. So the scene, Maverick and Rooster. Yep. Are they're doing their dogfighting fundamentals? Yes. And Rooster and Maverick. Uh, have you know they have beef with each other no, yeah try try to do as few spoilers as possible there because everyone there's see a history the there yep so essentially uh rooster and maverick start this spiral dive <clears throat> where they're both pointing directly nose down and spinning around each other yep. which is a real thing okay i learned that that's uh, in the trailer aircraft. that's a great shot yes it's a really cool shot and cool um and cool scene overall but they're just plummeting towards the ground right like at i mean they they show briefly like their um, their instruments that will uh-huh. show you how fast they're going. Yeah, and so they're spinning around each other, and the altitude keeps going down and down. And Maverick says something like, "You're gonna burn us into the ground." Is this I don't know? Is this yep. what you really want? And right. Like, um, and you see the altitude just plummeting, and then uh, the last altitude you see is there, <laughs> like 900 feet above the ground. Okay, which they are pointed. 
directly nose down. I go, think I know where you're going. Going. I, I mean, probably in excess of 400 knots yep. straight at the ground, it would be completely impossible for them to recover from this. Gotcha. You okay. see them go, and the scene is really, it's really uh, a really cool shot, yep. but you see them like spiraling down, and then uh-huh. they just drop beneath the horizon of this mountain. Right. And at that point, it's they're not, it would be they're curtains. not going to It would be curtains. They would, uh, and we'll come back to this also. They would almost be unable to even eject from that situation and survive. Okay. So, but of course it's a movie, so they pull up and then they start dogfighting again. Right. Right. Right into like really hardcore tactical maneuvers. When when you're dogfighting, how how close do you want to get to the ground? Well, I guess it depends if you're like flying straight down or not. Yeah. But okay. So what? Uh, they talk about it a lot in the movie, and yeah. they ignore it a lot in the movie. The mm. hard deck. Yeah. So that's there to simulate that either. This is the ground, so yeah. you will not go below this. Mm-hmm. Or if you go below this line, maybe enemy air defenses will shoot gotcha. you down. Okay. And so, you, for safety purposes, and this is really in all Air Force training, mm-hmm. your training limits are much higher than your actual limits. So, like maybe gotcha. in the in the actual mission when they're flying like a hundred feet over the ground, maybe mm-hmm. that's real. But in training, that's why the hard deck's there. They would never do that. Gotcha. Okay. So, that was number one. That was number five you made. Or sorry, number five. <laughs> First okay. one out of my mouth. Yes. Thank you. I like it. And we're just getting started. So Sam, give me your number four. We're going. Okay. And I do have questions. It's really good stuff. Keep going. I like it. Okay. So this one is a little more satirical, but okay. it was also like one of the first scenes in the movie. Yeah. So I had to, because it comes up almost twice in the beginning of the movie. So right. Maverick's got this really cool hangar that he lives in on right. a naval airfield. It's like it says Navy on it, which first of all, how did he get this hangar? I don't know. Yeah, in, that's not my quibble. In the it's, Mojave Desert, right? Yeah, yeah. With this really cool you know, World War II fighter aircraft that he's working on, his, right. his cool man cave. Which apparently he owns that plane. That is his plane. Right. He's I'm he's an aviation nerd, which is yeah. very it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, um, good for him. Yeah. So. He's, he hops on his motorcycle to go do this flight test on yep. this, um, not wearing a helmet. I'm not supposed to do that on Air Force bases or Navy bases. Okay. Um, what about Army bases? I would assume Army can be a little more reckless. So oh. I'm not going to speak. All right, that. Army. Um, Come at us. <laughs> um, so he, he gets on his motorcycle and he's driving to his super top secret flight testing plane. Right. And he just, this is clearly like a national security asset they're they're yeah. trying to accomplish a feat that's never been done mm-hmm. go Mach 10 right. fastest man in history yep and he just goes barreling past the gate guard <laughs> on okay. his motorcycle right. it, i have been on count i mean countless navy army air force bases in right. my career and never once even if i know the gate guard have they ever let me just oh i know you come on in Come on in. Not a big deal. What uh, what what would have happened in real life if uh, somebody tried to do that? They would have uh, they would have had a patrol car right behind the gate, and he would have hopped in and sped after him and called in reinforcements. Especially because he's driving straight onto the airfield, right? Which is a huge. You have to have like a badge you're wearing to go onto airfields. Yeah. And um, I just thought I probably wouldn't have noticed it, mm-hmm. but then as he's taking off, yeah, the admiral is stuck at the gate getting his id checked oh, by right. the gate guard yep. yeah <laughs> like why why does this guy uh, have to have his id checked so there's only one maverick that will be the only 
non-aviation concern of my top five. But okay. as someone who goes through the gate to get on base. You have to wait. Every single like, day. Wait, Maverick, you're not special, just like exactly. everybody else. Yeah. Every single day. The wing commander at our base has to go through the gate. Everyone uh-huh. goes through the gate. Yep. Even no Maverick. Yeah, I think the – and it would be interesting to do a running tally, whether in the original Top Gun or this one, just how many times somebody says, damn it, Maverick. <laughs> 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 they, they just wag yes. their closed fists. And, yeah. Yeah, countless, countless times. But that's Maverick, you know? Yeah. So. Would – and you can tell me if – if this is in the, the the three to go, but Maverick, well, Tom Cruise, as we know, is of indeterminate age, just in general. Yes. So, so we we presume in the movie that he's somewhere in his mid fifties, maybe, and he's still a captain. Yes. Does would that actually happen in real life, where somebody remains? And it, it could be a simple yes, but but I've heard people say that he either would have been promoted or. Like not in that role anymore. Still, is, right. is that is that hearsay or what do you think? So, with flyers, it can be, um, it can be different. You can stay. A lot of people who are really passionate about flying yeah. and who don't necessarily want to pursue like a necessarily a military career okay. in leadership right. can stay at that rank for a while. But it's also important to note. So I'm a captain in the Air Force. Yep. Two bars. 03 officer three so there's nice the third mm-hmm. of 10 officer ranks okay so captain in the navy is equivalent to a full bird colonel in gotcha. army okay. or marine corps um so it's a it's a it's very reasonable for him to be this age and be okay that rank okay fair enough i've i've also read and this was a few years ago now i was reading something about the problems and delays related to the production of the F-22. And mm. one of the things, I think this was during the Obama administration, people were weighing the fact that there are less and less Air Force fighter pilots that are in dogfights. Is is that true? And how how many people have like live, what do you call it, shoot downs or kills or how, how much dogfighting actually happens at this point? So... Essentially, none right okay. now. Um, I will say that that I have in my notes. Um, one of my goals for this podcast is to get you to say it's classified at some point, <laughs> or I can't tell you. So, if only I had that the type of knowledge that I could say things if, are classified. If you can't say something, please say it's classified as opposed to, to deflecting. That's all I, I will. ask. Okay. Um, but that I'll kind of bring that up with one of my. Um, Oh, actually, I was going to make it my third one. Okay, so, let's go there. I'll dive right in. Yep. So, the dogfight scene between the F-14 yes. and the so the unknown fifth-gen fighter, right. which is essentially a um, – I want to get this right. I think it's a Su-57. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the Russian fifth-gen fighter yep. is what that plane is based off of. Mm-hmm. So, when Tom Cruise says an F-14 – against two fifth gen fighters um he really questions it and uh-huh. then and then rooster in the back is like it's not the plane it's the pilot <laughs> oh. that is uh mostly wrong in this situation okay <laughs> um so he probably um the first i thought the first uh shooting down of the fifth gen fighter mm-hmm. was really it was a i don't know cool scene the way he did that yeah i'm not a 
fighter tactics expert. So right. that that could maybe be plausible as in it's unexpected they didn't from from the f-14 yes from the f-14 which 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 for those that aren't experts like me that that's an older plane that was retired how many years ago a long time ago. yeah yes it's the fighter jet from the from the first movie right moved on to the f-18 in this movie yep um i think it's rooster says several times this thing is so old (laughs) when he's sitting in the back of the aircraft it's a dinosaur yep um so he shoots down the first one and at that moment, the um, there's some good and some bad in this dogfighting scene. So yeah. I'll start with um, my original point. Yeah. So this guy immediately engages the uh, the F-14, yep. Maverick and Rooster, yeah. and uh, shoots a, a missile at them, which makes mm-hmm. sense. If he can get them right there, yeah. good. But as soon as it becomes a, a dogfight yeah. where it's like close – close range mm-hmm. now that that su-57 is an air superiority type of fighter so it could engage in dogfighting but it's it's essentially giving up its biggest advantage which is that it's a stealth aircraft so what that yeah. what those aircraft are designed to do is detect and um target other aircraft from beyond the visual range yeah so they would be undetectable yeah. to the f-14 and they would never see them coming so what right. that fifth gen fighter would have almost certainly done in my in my opinion yeah. as a, as an air refueling pilot uh is decide hey i don't if i want to get this guy i don't need to put myself in any danger at all i'm going to go distance. i'm going to go 20 miles away right and he'll never see me and yep. i can surprise him and um shoot him down that way okay so but that makes for a much less fun scene <laughs> which yeah. brings me to my other point the good in that scene so when Maverick does this really cool maneuver to get behind the fifth gen fighter yep. and then he fires a missile at mm-hmm. him. And then the the fifth gen fighter does this crazy like maneuver where he like stops and does like a I don't know, like a vertical spin. Yeah, and I wanted gets to ask right, about that. Does, does can that happen in that real That can happen. Wow. And it's with specifically to fifth gen fighters who mm-hmm. have um thrust vectoring. So it's just oh, the know. new type of I don't know. I, I'm not smart enough to explain it to you. But they are capable and maneuverable enough mm-hmm. to perform a maneuver like that. Okay. Now, I can't tell you whether or not that's a maneuver that would actually be used in a dogfight. Yeah. But it is a maneuver that is that those aircraft are capable of. What so. about, and I forget, maybe maybe we'll do another Five Golden Things, Sam, about different 80s fighter movies. So so there's Top Gun, Iron Eagle, so, so many others. I forget which one. Maybe the original Top Gun... The tactic where a fighter is being pursued by another fighter, mm-hmm. and, and you cut the engines and then let the plane go past, and then right. turn the engines back on is—is is that something that you can do? So, um, I watched some videos right after this movie first came out too, because I was curious about right, that too. Right. Not a, um, a fighter pilot, and the the guys I was watching were saying, "Please tell they, me the they were the saying, fighter pilots though." Are watching YouTube to see? Can I, no, can I do this? They should not, <laughs> but I do as a, sure. as a heavy pilot. There we go. And so the guy was saying, "Man, that looks so cool!" And I've tried that so many times, and it has worked zero times. <laughs> I, I have never been successful. Well, but he but he's lived, so it it just yeah. So it's not like an instant crash either. It just for the you. for for the person that like kills the engines and then yeah, it just. 
doesn't work the way you want it to work. Yeah, or they just you don't even like get past. Like oh, you just okay. they'll just slow down too. <laughs> <laughs> they see you slowing down, they're like, oh well, I'm I'm gonna slow down too, and now you're just a bit now you're just a big target right in front of me. It's less exciting that yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, much less exciting. I will come to a stop very slowly. They will not they, they will not yeah. see it coming. Okay, but I like that one. Are we ready to go to the next one? Number two? We're just moving. We oh, are moving. Oh wait, I, I did want to ask, have you ever met Jennifer Connolly? <laughs> You know, I don't think you've asked me that before. And okay. No, I have not. Okay. Just wondering. Yeah. I, Although, go ahead. I will, speaking of Jennifer Connelly. Please. Penny Benjamin in the movie, right? Yes. Does everyone, I guess specifically you, yeah. do you know Penny Benjamin, who that is <sighs> so, in the Top Gun universe? Right. So she was name dropped in the original. Only one time. And not by name, right? Like By name. Okay, by name. And... Was she the ad- and as the admiral's daughter? Yep, right? she's the. Okay. So yep. fun fact: if you haven't seen the movie, yep. he doesn't end up with Charlie, who is his, you know, love throughout the first film. Kelly McGillis. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, it's actually Penny Benjamin, right? Uh, the admiral's daughter. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, that's a fun fact. One to to match your fun fact, mm-hmm. I've actually I forget if I've told you this before. I've been in Kelly McGillis's house. No. So she for for a number of years and. I forget exactly when she semi-retired from from acting, and before we moved here, actually lived in Collingswood for a while. And whoever bought the house from Kelly McGillis, I was at a couple parties at their house, and they called it the Top Gun abode and had <laughs> some Top Gun memorabilia everywhere. Although, wow. although, if I remember, Kelly McGillis may have a complicated relationship or feelings about Top Gun, mm. but. It didn't prevent her former house here in Collingswood. Wow, I would have never being called that. The, the, the Top Gun abode, mm-hmm. Collingswood, I Top just, Gun Central. <laughs> I just assume all actors and actresses live in Los Angeles, but perhaps Collingswood. Yeah, for some, it's where you want to be, Sam. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Number. This is number two. Okay, number two. So this happens. I'm going to make this a combo one. Okay. So when they're doing the the egress, so they, they climb, they have to go through the canyon, right. and they pitch up, yep. and, you know, yep. Tom Cruise says they're pulling, I don't know, eight, eight Gs, yeah. and they invert, shoot, okay. shoot the, or drop their missiles, and then have to pull, and he says they're, you know, at least nine Gs. Uh-huh. So yeah, I'll start there. The stress limit, and they say this in the movie, mm-hmm. of the F-18, is seven and a half Gs. Okay. And I, it, it's probably true that they can fly, those are the tested limits, and mm-hmm. they can fly potentially slightly beyond those limits. Okay. However, if they're going to continuously train to this standard where they need right. to be able to hit this target. Yeah. And then they, if they're going to use their F-18s to continuously do this maneuver, mm-hmm. if you do that one time where they're – so the limit is 7.5 Gs yep. and they're pulling 9.5 Gs, mm-hmm. as soon as that happens, that that jet is probably grounded for, gotcha. a, for a month. Yep. Maintenance, yeah. maintenance is going to pour over that jet to make sure that next time it flies, it's not going to fall apart. Yeah, yep. And the idea that they would be consistently – over and over again. Over and over again, nine and a half Gs. Nine it's like driving a sports car at red exactly. line. And they even mention constantly. it. He says, after Maverick did it, he says, you you know, you know, gra- probably grounded this or made this jet unflyable for, you know, maybe for 
forever. And it's like, well, everyone else is trying to do the same thing. So are all of them unflyable? I don't know. Um, that That's logic. I yeah. Mean, it's maverick logic right yeah. there. <laughs> so which – so there's the part one. Okay. And part two is that they wouldn't – they make it seem as if so they go this nine as they're, and a, this as they're approaching the Death Star. Yes. Okay. They they drop their missiles into the Death Star. Right. You know, stay on target, stay on target. He pulls up. <laughs> yeah. Nine and a half G pull. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nine and a half Gs. As soon as they're they, the way the movie portrays and they portrays in almost all of the sequences where they're pulling Gs. Mm-hmm. Um. The. They make it seem as if they're in this nine and a half, nine and a half G pull yep. and climb, ex- for extended time, the entire yeah, climb, right? With, with like the face flattening. Yes. <gasps> yep. But as soon, so the G's are only going to happen. So uh-huh. the G forces will increase with how fast you're going. Yeah. So like as you're going slow, you're not gonna, you're not gonna pull as many G's, and then you're like change in direction, right? Mm-hmm. So the more aggressively yep. you're accelerating Got in a different direction. So as soon as they're pointing up... So this G-force should be decreasing at that point. As soon as they're pointing up, they're not pulling Gs anymore. Oh, as soon as they're po- the nose right. is pointing up the mountain, yep. they, it just... They should be clear. It'd be like you're riding a roller coaster up to the up to the top of a mountain. Yep. And there there would be no Gs. It's only in that initial pull. They're G-free. Yes. Huh. And so that, you know, you see them, they're like almost blacking out. Like yeah. as they're trying to watch, but they're just pointing straight. They're not pulling up anymore. Okay. So, I don't know. So, that's really interesting. So, as I understand it, the the actors were in those planes. Yes. During those, but they must not have been pulling G's, like, when they were filming that thing going on. They must have been pulling G's other times, and they just... Right. Okay. Or they just uh, pretended. No! They're actors. How, is that like method acting where you could like flatten your face like that? <laughs> it's the, Maybe. Okay. Acting. Um, but the way they did film it was uh, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They had they Tom Cruise, I suppose, I guess. This is what I read. That yeah. Tom Cruise trained the other actors on how they are going to film themselves in uh-huh. the backseat. So right. obviously, spoiler alert. These actors are not fighter pilots. So they did not fly the jets themselves. They were in a two-seat aircraft with Uh a pilot in the front, and they were in the back, and that's how they got these shots. Right. Um, But it is cool that they actually were flying. They were in there. That was, yeah. So, Sam, this this should tell you something about my Air Force expertise. On my way over here tonight, I was telling my 11th grader, Micah, hey, I'm doing a podcast with Sam tonight about top five inaccuracies in Top Gun Maverick. And I said, Micah, I was doing some – YouTube watching this afternoon, did you know that the actors themselves were flying those planes? And Micah <laughs> said, said, Dad, they were, they were in the back seat. And I was like, no, they weren't. I, I watched the videos. Like, they, they trained them. And Micah was like, talk to Sam. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> yeah, so you're bursting my bubble. So they, Tom, Tom, Tom Cruise, Tom flew the F-18. No. What? No. He did fly. So Tom Cruise has... A jet aircraft, okay, like a jet trainer, small yeah. jet aircraft that he mm-hmm. does fly. Okay, so he, but he still did not fly the F eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell me is he's not thirty three years old right now either. I won't tell you that. Okay, good. 
Well, I th- won't tell you that. This is great. So is that combined one number two and number one? That was just two. Okay. Two. I like it. Two with in in um, you know, normal Liberty Church Collinswood Collinswood fashion in two. That was two <laughs> in two parts. <laughs> I like it. Yes. <laughs> I like it, young Padawan. Keep going. Yes. Number one. Um, okay. I didn't uh, preface this also at the beginning, and I should have, because there is a distinction between um, – this has nothing to do with point one, but okay. I just remembered it. I am an Air Force pilot. The Navy has all of their own planes, and this is a Navy pilot movie. Yep. So they may do things differently, but probably not. Okay. That, yeah. Probably not that much different. Mm-hmm. So, continuing on to number one, um, and it stuck out like a sore thumb right at the beginning, in yep. my opinion. Okay. So, the the really cool spaceship thing that yes. goes Mach 10, yep. that Tom Cruise is flying. Yeah, at the, I was going to ask about that. <clears throat> yes, at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. So... Um, He's going Mach 10. You yep. can see as the air, when you're going that fast, the air's rushing over the, the aircraft, and it's yep. like heating up the surface of the aircraft. It's right. that, like, intense. Yep. And then he the the thing breaks apart because he he's Maverick. He tries to push it too far. Right. Damn it, and, Maverick! And, exactly. <laughs> and s- somehow... We see the next scene we see is Maverick walking into a diner, uh-huh. all smoky and charred looking, <laughs> yeah. like like he, uh, you know, he just ejected from that aircraft. Right. I want to be very clear. I don't have any scientific expertise to back this up, but I do yeah. know that one of the fastest ejections, maybe the fastest ejection mm-hmm. ever known for a person to survive, was around Mach one. Mm-hmm. And he came away with severe injuries. Like, he was, like, life-threatening injuries. It was almost a miracle that he survived. Yeah. And Maverick is going 10 times. He's going (laughs) Mach 10. He would would be turned into, like, pulp as soon as he exited the aircraft. It would be, he would be smushed, like, like. Maverick marmalade. Yes, exactly. (laughs) There is, there is absolutely, I, I, like I said, I have no scientific data to back this up right. but i feel 100 percent confident in saying that ejecting at mach 10 it leaves you zero percent chance of survival what if it's like a parabola where it's worse at like ejecting at like mach four or five but then it gets easier again Physics. like i said i have no scientific data to back that up and perhaps you're <laughs> okay. right <laughs> i'll try it sometime <laughs> sam yeah okay. <laughs> okay um with that another part yeah of that scene that was um we talked about g-forces a lot yeah so speed is a big component of G of pulling G's. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going at this point in the scene Mach eight, and right. then he just rips the wings, like banks it up, and yep. just starts pulling. Yeah. It's like the aircraft would split in half. <laughs> it would it would not you would be able to pull no G's go, like yep at that speed. You, you you would be back to no G's. Yes, that's really funny, man. Sam, this was great. Can I give you a rapid fire round as well? You can. You can give me a rapid fire. I have no promises that I will be able to answer. Okay. Some of these are more frivolous than others. I'll start with a couple more serious ones. Uh, if if Maverick in real life had done it, had been a test flyer and on purpose disobeyed and wrecked the plane, what would have happened to him? Assuming he would have survived. Um, it's a good question. I would assume he would be 
Uh, he would get his wings taken away. Yeah. And uh, would probably be dishonorably discharged. Okay. Okay. Would be my assumption. And uh, unless you have an Iceman angel. Exactly. If you know, in. yeah. If you know a four-star admiral, general, okay. either one, yeah, then that can help. Okay. Good. Are call signs real? Call signs are very real. Okay. In fact, I have a bunch of, like I said, fighter pilot friends, mm-hmm. and many of them who have known each other since before they had call signs right. call each other by their call signs now. Nice. They, a, it is a thing. Do you have a call sign? No. Okay. I do not. Be, be, because of the type of plane? It's a. It's definitely a fighter uh, fighter aircraft, okay. fighter bomber aircraft thing gotcha. where they have call signs. Okay. Yes. What do you think about the battle plan? What what country were they fighting? It's classified. <laughs> there we go. Why didn't they just bomb it as opposed to... What a good question. Um, and I believe there were many... Go ahead. Just, just to set up. So th- there is something, there's a uranium extraction facility that is on a lake with snowy mountains everywhere, but also very nearby to America. We don't know for sure how that works. I think it's Canada. And so, Makes sense to me. And, and they said, we, we can't do it by long-range aircraft. We have to fly this cannonball run, Kessel run sort of thing to, to, right. to get there so, so that they can only be like manually taken care of by fighter pilots. Does, would that make any sense at all? Nothing about the plan really made sense. And I'm not going to pretend that I have a better solution, but I think if I had like a week. Negotiations. Yeah. If I had approximately like, I don't know, two days, I could probably come up with like better ideas than the one that came up with. Okay. But none of my ideas would be nearly as entertaining as uh, those, as that idea was. That's fair enough. Yes. Very good. There There are many different better ways that they could have done this okay well cyclone john ham i mean he's 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 a leader of men i'd listen to him (laughs) tom ham have you seen the progressive (laughs) yeah (laughs) i love i love john (laughs) cyclone very good let's see have you ever or is it possible to buzz the tower i think that is a thing okay and probably more so on um boats like mm-hmm. aircraft carriers gotcha. than it is and I'm, I'm sure it is at, at air force airfields too but again i'm not stationed in a fighter base yep and i'm pretty sure it probably was more of a thing um 30 40 years ago yep i think it nowadays uh people they're onto that yeah they're onto that people realize how much it costs to fix things okay. <laughs> when you when you break them for silly reasons like that and you get in trouble for it gotcha so. last question do fighter pilots play dogfight football where there are two footballs at once that i can't tell you but i i can say i was so i was so confused when they started that scene <laughs> yeah. i was i was convinced two footballs until, at once, until he explained it i was time. like i don't think they know how football works <laughs> i thought i thought they filmed this that scene imagining the footballs played with two balls i was i was perplexed so so i actually listened to another podcast right when the movie came out that that said you could tell when they were invented you can imagine the writer's room when they were talking about two footballs <laughs> that nobody in the writer's room knew the rules of football at all. <laughs> That's exactly was, where I, yeah. what I was thinking. They, they wrote this movie without any knowledge of football. Yeah. Stick, stick with volleyball. Well, Sam, this has been wonderful. We do have one turtle dove that wrote in, just a little one. Ken said an idea for top five tools. 
as in home improvement type stuff. So I like that. Uh-huh. I, I think I am the you're, – you're toolsy, aren't you? Mm, I wish I was. Okay. <laughs> so, so Sam so and no. I are, are the perfect people to <laughs> do top, top five tools. You can write into five golden things, pod at gmail.com. We have some fun ones coming up. We have different travel logs that I think are going to be recorded soon from places as far as Poland, as near as Mississippi, from various places. And we have a special treat to end this episode right here. I will be on lead vocals, and Sam, you'll be on, on the bass line. Are you ready? I am ready. Watching every motion in my foolish lover's game. Boom, boom. On this endless ocean, finally lovers know no shame. Boom, boom. Turning and returning to some secret place inside. Boom, boom. Watching in slow motion as you turn around and say, Take my breath away. (laughs) Come on, you guys. Take my breath away. episode of five golden things the liberty lists and remember kids schadenfreude ain't just a river in egypt wait in the water a little deeper anytime at libertycollingswood.org and find us at the usual socials make us a top five follow and you'll always be our number one toodle pip We just we just went with it. So, so we're, we're like fighter pilots. You just like jump into the song. Don't think. Just do. Don't think. Just do.